Coming up on NBA Breakfast, update on the Harden trade, the 10-game MLK Day slate that was stacked, and uh, me and Xavier talk about the players around the league who are having amazing seasons that no one is talking about. That's right now coming up. Taking one for the team here, protecting you. Oh my gosh! Look at the pain. Eddie with the triple. Oh, here comes the Birdman, flapping his wings and soaring for a sweet flush. And I, I, I'm calling on you, angels. I love Train. You know, my grandfather went to high school. Went to the same high school as the lead singer of Train. I think his name is Pat Monahan. For a second, I thought you were going to say that he went to high school with the lead singer of Train, and I'm like, there's no, no I think they way were like, in hell that he's that old. My grandfather? No. He was pretty young. The lead singer of Train. I, I'd say the lead singer of Train has got to be in his 60s. No. They were, Dude, Train they were popular s- in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, and they were like in their late 20s in the 90s. It's been 20 years, bro. They're not. St- right, my my dad. My, my dad's seventy years old. He was not in his thirties. In, in the my grandpa's 90s. only like seventy-two. But yeah, they probably he's. They went to the same high school. That's what he told. Okay, about. that's. I mean, that's a lot different. But yeah, so the lead yeah, singer's name. I know, but okay. Anyway, the lead singer's name is Pat Monahan, and he oh. is fifty-one years old. So Damn. definitely not. What, uh, what high school did you go? To? What did he go to? You just—I thought you just said which high school he went to. I just—I just know that's the same one as my grandfather, but I don't know which high school. Um, he attended McDowell High School in Mill Creek Township, which is in Pennsylvania. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my grandfather lied to me. Well, it might have been a different band. It might have been no. no it it's been, definitely that guy. Hold on, it might have been one of the other members of the band. Let me see. Oh, let's do some digging. This is important. This is an important way to start the podcast. Welcome to the town, or <laughs> welcome to the NBA Breakfast Podcast. <laughs> that is Xavier Gomez asking the questions about train. I am Chris Madrigal doing the research. Um, for those well, of you who don't know, on Instagram or Twitter, uh, hit, what's your favorite train song? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good. That's actually a good. That's a good one. So the basis from train is from Atlanta, Georgia. So okay. he's. So I know they were formed in San Francisco, but I don't know if they're from San Francisco. Definitely formed in San Francisco. Charlie didn't Collin. Go to hold on, hold on. In Pennsylvania. See. So the original member is the guitarist, and he is not from San Francisco either. Jesus. Um, how did they form in San Francisco? So the original member of the of the band. Named Charlie Collin. Okay. Um, formed a, a band with some dudes, and then they all left. And then when they started to get popular, they started bringing in these guys from all little different places. Can, we, can I call my grandfather? Can we do that on the pod where I can, like, call somebody and we could have – We can bring like, him in on the Zoom. We can call him, like, hey, I don't know. Well, you know, he is 72. <laughs> <So> <laughs> my dad doesn't know how Zoom. I don't know how smooth that's going to go. 
Well, this is a basketball podcast, so maybe we don't need to just go into depth about. Oh, oh, it's a basketball podcast. <laughs> I thought we were. I thought, we were, I thought this was a. T- yeah, I thought this was a '90s alternative rock podcast. You know, my dad's favorite song is "Meet Virginia." Honestly, it's a sick song. It is. That is actually a it's pretty a good, good song. One. Good one. Um. Okay. So anyway, drops to Jupiter. That's me. You know, hit hit the D, uh, hit the DMs at Gomezica. Let me know what's your favorite jam. What do you like to sing to in the shower or long road trips? So favorite train song or just favorite jam in general? Train song. Reasons? Train song in regards to train. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put it on the poll. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, all right. Let's start with the morning coffee, Xavier. I like how you do the hands every time. Because <laughs> that's when you do the sound, right? Yeah, that's when I do the sound Why am I pointing like the sound comes from like this? No, stack. I know. I know. It's just it's <laughs> like, funny. That's when I do the sound effect. the sound, where the sound effect. comes from. Um, for the listeners not watching on YouTube, um, I gesticulated a lot with my fingers for no reason. <laughs> um, so honestly, we we couldn't think of like a really like super big story other than like the aftermath of the Harden trade for the listeners. So we're just mm-hmm. gonna dive into that some more. Morning um, coffee brought to you by the show Scooby Doo, where uh, the show that lets you know that the monsters are really. The, the people in your community. <laughs> Did you ever... Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my favorite version of the Scooby-Doo show was a pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to They're all little, little babies. Well, they're yeah. all younger, yeah. Were you a um, fan of Scrappy-Doo? I mean, he was all right. He was the bad guy in the movie, which was kind of weird. I didn't know he yeah. had a dark side to him. Yeah, I didn't like that storyline. It's not canon. Not for, Sco- yeah. for the Scooby Doo universe, yeah. you know. I like what Scrappy was. I mean, he's a Scrappy Doo. Whatever. That's a good. I didn't even think the good wordplay there. You think that's the reason why he's named that? One hundred percent. He's always kind of like a little shit, but like he did go <laughs> full evil. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. He like tricked a bunch of random people into going on this island and hypnotized them and tried to like take over the world. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, all right, so let's just uh, let's just um, do some aftermath of the Harden trade. So, if big you have trade, not, baby, big trade. If you have not heard, the probably the biggest news coming out is that during a physical that Karis Levert had with the Pacers after the trade, they found a tumor in his, I believe, his stomach. Um, th- there's no word yet, and if if it's cancerous or not, but um, it's just pretty wild to think about that in general because. Had he not been traded, he would not have had the physical, and they might not have found mm. the tumor in time. So, like, I don't know. It's it's really uh, mind-blowing to think about it that way. I don't know how nobody found it when he was in Brooklyn. Like, you don't get a physical, you don't get, like, a health checkup when you start the season, something I like would that, assume you, know you I mean? do. Maybe it's new. I don't know. Maybe they just got dope doctors in Indiana who know what's up and, like, found this. Shout-out to the Indiana doctors. <laughs> yeah. They and got some, those they got some better know, equipment than Brooklyn, apparently. The trade sent Harden to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn sent Karis LeVert to Indiana. Yeah. Who, in turn, sent Oladipo to Houston. So clear things who, up. In turn, also, Brooklyn sent Jared Allen and Tareen Prince to the Cavs. Uh, the Cavaliers, which we will talk mm-hmm. about later because they've been – they look kind of nice. Um, There's something else, yeah. Huh? Yeah, bro. Um so that's probably the biggest piece. The other thing is, I mean, Kyrie Irving played his first game with James Harden and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant today. Today, um, before that, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, um, the 20th. Before that, 
Um, James Harden and KD played two games together, and they looked on fucking fire. They, they were great. blowing out everybody. They looked really good. They were averaging like 50 point, 55 points um, together up like a game. It was great. Woo-hoo. And then James and Harden had a triple-double. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. you got to say that to the end. Um, well, it was his debut. I'm talking about it now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey um, with the Nets, scores a triple-double. Man's out of his mind. Today... Kyrie comes back, and I don't know, man. It just looked like a lot of hero ball going on. Like it was just, it was, it was a lot of uh, bring the ball up and just try and like try and score off by yourself. There's not a lot of passing. It was really weird. You could a lot tell of ego. Yeah, you could tell that ego totally got a hold of their offense today, and it was just a fucking mess. And they lost and, the Cavaliers. And it's uh, funny that an it, upward they, trending they, team in the Cavaliers. Yeah, they um, yeah, they pulled this on a team who. If you're not really paying attention, it's probably one of the lesser teams, you know. You would imagine, like, a shittier team in the Eastern Conference where they thought they could probably do this kind of stuff. But the Cavs, being as, like, tight as they are as a team right now, you know, took advantage of a lot of these missed opportunities, blown coverages, uh, terrible drives to the hip, uh, to the hoop, you know, that would, like, lead them to a nice fast break. And yeah. And they got the better of the Nets today. And it was, honestly, it was fun to see. I really like the Cavs right now. To play off of what you just said, Xavier, um, <clears throat> for like the, maybe the casual fans that listen to our podcast to try and like maybe stay up on the NBA, um, if you were to hear like "Oh, Nets versus Cavaliers," today, you probably think like "Oh, it's gonna be a blowout." Like Cavs have sucked ever since LeBron left. Like whatever. Yeah. They are sixth place in the East right now. They're seven and seven. They're at five hundred, which in the East, the Eastern Conference is like is like being like eight and five in the Western Conference. Um, or no, that's probably the other way around. But it doesn't matter. Um, they're a good-looking fucking team, and they have a really nice uh, young core. Colin Sexton has been so honestly, they've gotten a, a, a few losses in the past and recently. I mean, they're they're four and six in their last ten. They've gotten a few losses in their last like five games because Colin Sexton's been out the past five games. He came back today and he fucking tore it up. He is killing mm-hmm. it. He's probably going to win the Most Improved Player of the Year. So had he been healthy, who knows what their record could be? They are playing really good basketball. They're an explosive and, team, and they have a and good they- core. Yeah, when they get out front of you early on, it's hard to beat them. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they're six and zero when they're leading at halftime, three and zero when they're leading in the third quarter. And they, when they have leaves, they can hold on to them. And they've shown lately that they can keep up with some of these better teams that have big name guys because they have a deep bench, solid rotation, and people like a lot of different people who can score. Xavier, let me throw this stat at you, which I heard earlier today. Hit me. So the Cavaliers' offense is not great. They're um, 28th in offensive efficiency and plus-minus. Mm-hmm. Guess how they're winning this? How they're winning these games? Fucking defense. They're t- no one can score on them. They are <laughs> they are second. No, they are second in the NBA in defensive efficiency behind the Lakers. That's how like that. And imagine with Colin Sexton back, that's going to change dramatically. With Jared Allen back. Or with Jared Allen playing on their team now, that's going to change dramatically. All those bigs that, that they, they have. They just let the Nets drop 135. Although that was in double overtime. so The numbers true, are true. the numbers, my guy. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, uh, double overtime? Come on. Okay, come on. 135. That come on. Sense, yeah. Um, yeah, so like the one thing that you – you know that they don't need to improve on is something that the, the core of their team is defense and and with 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 players coming back they they're only going to improve offensively um at least their their stars and Kevin Love's not even back 
So actually, no, when he's Kevin, not even like not even a piece of that team. When Kevin, and when like, Kevin Love comes back, actually, their defensive efficiency might go down, but but their offense will go up. I mean, he's an experienced veteran. Like he might yeah. be inspired to join a team yeah. that was kind of looked like it was going to be pretty lackluster leading yeah. up into the season. I mean, he could be all about it. What What's your starting five for them? I mean, when Love comes back, because you put Drummond on the bench, you start Jared Allen. Dude, and, it, I and, think then you, and then you play is so slow. <laughs> and then you play you play what Jared Allen with Kevin Love. You put mm-hmm. Sexton. You gotta, you gotta start Jared Allen. Yeah, just because he's so explosive, so good defensively. Yeah, and he's gonna score you twenty points, bro. With the with the issues with with Kevin Porter though, like I mean, it kind of fucks up their whole wings situation. So I mean, you got hold on, let me let me look this real quick. I just, want to, I just want to look at their roster and see and kind of like walk through this. Darius Garland at point guard. You got Colin Sexton at the two. Oh, Isaac Okoro. Yeah, I mean he'll. There you go. He he starts at the at the at the three. He's been killing it too. I kind of I like him a lot. Um, yeah, and then you and you still have Nance yeah. off the bench too, and Torian Prince. What's the what's the what's Matthew Dellavedova's old ass? Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Seti Olsman too. When they're Damn. both on the floor. That's that's their death lineup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys are hard to stop. They pass the ball really well between each other. Yeah. And they they move a lot without the ball. They do. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's the Cavs are hard to like pinpoint because they could just be hot for right now and then like can tank and then everybody would just assume like that's what was gonna happen anyways. I mean it just Dude, I'm looking at their bench though, and it's like pretty like it's like pretty stacked up, especially with Matthew with Torian Dova Prince Dova. now. Dova. He's got a lot of NBA finals experience. Delvatova. Um and and Larry Nance and JaVale McGee like obviously they have a lot of bigs but like they got some depth and that's kind of interesting. I don't know. I like I was I, you know how I was crushing on the Pistons. I was like, oh, they got a great team. Some yeah, depth. they're they're trash. And now they're just trash. That's I don't want to like <laughs> fall down that same path rooting for the Cavs. But but you know? the, but the Cavs have the results to back it up. Where where the True. where the Pistons never did, but for some reason you just really like Blake Griffin, so you were on that. <laughs> and hype. Derrick Rose, like that was supposed <laughs> to be there. Yeah, I mean Whatever. that team that team is great. Ten years ago, I oh know, yeah, I know, I know. A, t- a, t- a team with Blake Griffin. And, I like I and, like a and Derrick season, Rose. All right. <laughs> if I if if I ten years ago if I would have told you the Pistons were gonna have Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin, you would have been like, oh, so how many finals did they win? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> they're so slow. They're so so bad like they're, just, <laughs> they're a funny team uh all right let's move on to um oh do you want to talk well, we talked about the cavaliers part do we want to talk about the rockets i mean they i mean they just suck oh they're, well we, we didn't they're four talk and about nine. the pacers how are the pacers oh, yeah. do now that they basically lost oladipo in his production and the guy they were supposed to get uh is he's got he's got a tumor i i don't i mean i don't think it i don't think it affects him very much yeah Kessler like, was averaging eighteen points a game, yeah. and Oladipo was averaging twenty. You know, so they don't they got to make up for that production. But most of their bit. offense mo- moved through Sabonis in the first, uh, like b- beforehand, yeah. and Malcolm Brogdon's doing his thing. He's moving around, and he's and he's he's making plays, and he's you know he's he's being physical yeah, and stuff it like that. Like, um, Jeremy Lamb is picking up a lot of the weight. That all the yeah. people was having, he's picking up all those minutes, but he still only averages like ten points a game. I think you, we need more out of the Holiday brothers. I mean, yeah. Justin's much better than Aaron. Yeah, and Drew's better than both of them. Shout out Drew Holiday. <laughs> uh, I love Drew Holiday. I think he's dope. I don't know, but like he just. 
Uh, who was the guy? TJ Warren, who went off for them last he got year hurt. in the bubble. Lavert was kind of supposed to be the replacement for TJ Warren. Yes, they're just dude. They beat the Warriors without without Oladipo. Like they're they're gonna be fine. This is true. This this is true. They're gonna be fine. But they once once they get all their pieces back, they could be a pretty deadly team. Because they were fine last year without Oladipo for a while. Yeah. If they get yeah. if they get Lavert if they get Lavert back just like the, I mean TJ Warren too would be amazing but if they could and just get Lavert back they're gonna they're dangerous in the they East. confirmed that they had a mass in his kidney and he's in about six to eight weeks but say yeah. they get him back in two months so right now know, that's the, another big score they add onto like a pretty solid team that's gelling well like why not like right now they're a four seed um, and they're eight and six they're one and a half game behind. Um, the Sixers in first place at ten and five, like that's doing, that's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they'll they'll be fine as long as as long as Sabonis and Brogdon are healthy, they're gonna be pretty fucking good. Um, all right, let's um, go. To the sh- let's go to the short stack. We we gotta we gotta that's move on. That actually helps me bring it to the short stack because all right, because um, I don't I don't want to talk about Houston. Do you want to no, talk no, about Houston? They're, they they fucking suck. They're four and nine. Like just yeah. it's not working. And it's, they're not doing anything special with Oladipo. It's just plug and play. Like they, they're like just do the same production as Harden. Yeah, and everything's the same. No, I yeah. There's nothing. So, Houston's kind of lame right now. I, I'm I actually will say, thinking about counting them out of not making the playoffs in the West now. So do you want to at the end of short sack? Let's do. Uh, we'll do a cross off, and we'll cross off teams if we think that they're that they're out. Just to go okay. through the standings, uh, do a little standings update. Um, um, okay, but uh, yeah, I got a good segue to the. Well, hold on. Hold on. Uh, one thing I, w- I want to say before we before you do your segue is John Wall has a knee injury right now, which is the reason why he's been out a couple of games. Mm-hmm. If I'm a Houston fan, that worries me. Like, so so that means that these injuries are nagging, you know, and mm-hmm. and and we just kind of uh, reset with with the hopes of you to kind of like take over the team and and if this is going to be an issue like i would be concerned i that's all i'm going to say and we'll see where it goes from here i mean but, who do you think is better oladipo or john wall uh, production wise who's going to score you more points every night i think that's i mean it's probably I, neither it's christian wood <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 right. that's 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 the rockets yeah all right hit me xavier um oh right, yeah so the pacers lost levert the Trailblazers lost CJ McCollum. Yeah. And I was kind of worried that like a big blow to the Pacers when they lost Levert, they'd have to like look for another another player, maybe in a trade or something like that, but they're not that bad off. Whereas I think the Blazers are bad off. Losing McCollum I think is a huge hit to them where they might they might look to think about replacing him right now if they want to make like a viable run because that's he's he's scoring 20 26 points on average. And there's nobody on the roster who scores even close to that. Yeah, I mean, he's a having a hell of a year. This probably was going to be his first up. All-Star season. Really? He doesn't have a high, an All-Star season? Uh, he's never been to an All-Star game, dude. Can you believe wow. that? Yeah, that's fucking And Kyle wild. Lowry does. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you. so you don't have faith that Gary Trent just steps up to the plate and, and can... I mean, Gary Trent had a role. And he was excelling in his role. Now he's got he's yeah. in a different role. There's more pressure on him. Less people around you on the court who's gonna, you know, draw defenders out. Can he do it? Probably. 
But are the, they going to hurt overall as a team losing that consistent production from McCollum? Heck yeah. His last five games, he scored 29, 39, 43, 34, Fuck. 19 points. Like dude, That's a insane. lot of production, dude. Fuck. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. It's just, that's bad. Can Gary Trent do that? I don't think so. You know, but so, does that necessarily is, is it gonna necessarily push them out of making a solid playoff run? I'm not sure. What they're, they're sitting right now. Uh, they're at the bottom of the standings, man. They're hurting. They're yeah. hurting. They're they're. Oh no, they're not. They mo- must have moved up. They must have won yesterday. They did win yesterday. Eight and Let's six. See. They're eight and six. They're sitting at the six seed behind the Warriors at five. Six seed behind the five Warriors. seed. Um, but at there's teams like the the Mavericks eight, and the Nuggets that. Look good. Still figuring it out somehow. Especially the Mavericks still figuring it out. Well, they had um, they have a lot had, of COVID issues and a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, but they're the, the Portland the Trailblazers look like a team did look like a team that could compete against other big teams like the Lakers. Yeah. Um, but now I think they got they got that little limp in their step and they're gonna lose games close in the fourth quarter. Uh that could really So let me could, could let me ask let me ask you this before I start Throwing um, uh, maybe trade ideas. What? Which loss do you think hurts them more, Nurkic or McCollum? And let let, let me remind you that Zach hmm. Collins still has not played a game this season. So their bigs are supposed to come back. So their bigs are pretty much right now are uh, are Ennis Cantor and and uh, and Robert Covington. I don't know. Um, let me see if I can find a, an injury update on him. Uh, yeah, McCollum's out for f- at least four weeks. Yeah, that's what it says. Um, I think the Nurkic injury hurts him more. Yeah, yeah, only because that's a broken hand he, too. That's gonna be out for a decent. Yeah, only time. because he was a good centerpiece who could dis- di- uh, distribute the ball to the guards a lot better, and he helped spread the floor out. That being said, Cantor ain't that bad. Duke could play. Really good ball, but he can't like, defend. Like he's terrible. He's like a notoriously def- terrible defender. By the way, Zach Collins, he had surgery, so he's out indefinitely. Damn. Yeah. yeah I mean, you you can't. I don't think you can nece- necessarily implode and, and hit the like reset button for the Blazers. But if they want to compete, they got to do something right now. They're not so, looking good. So the Wizards are three and. Hold on, let me let me. Three and eight or something like that. I think they're three and nine now. I just lost my standings and my internet. Um, uh, anyway, they're three and eight. I think three and eight. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it three and eight. Um, three and eight. That's exactly what they are. Watch um, five games back. Would you say that their season is a wash at this point? Would you call it? Can you cross them off? Uh, I don't know. I mean, because they have a fixable problem. It's not like they have an injury. That's like... What's their fixable problem? They need to play better defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Late game, you know, meaningful possessions, and they blow small yeah, leads. And, and, like, and, you know, offensively, they make the late game buckets they're supposed to, but they just can't stop other teams from scoring either. It's, yeah. But that can be fixed, right? I mean... <laughs> not with the guys that they have man like it's brutal it's bad. like yeah, bro- it's like bad. robin lopez is bad i don't know what his deal is like maybe he's just not maybe he's just not that guy he's not a starting like center you can rely on maybe he's better off in that backup role or something like that and 
I mean, they paid Davis Burton so much money, and they he's paid. been fine. Um, they made such big moves to get Westbrook. Yeah. This is not how they thought that this season was going to pan out, and I don't blame no. them. And they lost a lot of upsets or are close ones where it could have went either way for them. Like their their record could easily be like six and six. Yeah. I don't know, and it also kind of feels like Russ's age is getting to him a little bit. He's not doesn't have he's not and he's still explosive, but not as explosive. I mean, yeah. So Sometimes. that being said. Out. Is Bradley Beal an interesting trade idea? I mean, it's only four weeks for McCollum. Only four weeks. That's right. If he, they can he's hold him off. a in his knee? His right knee? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Only um, four weeks? That's not so bad. If they can hold off for four weeks. That's only like five, six games, I guess. Yeah. Let me look at their depth chart. Maybe seven. So, okay, so right now it looks like they have Rodney Hood starting at shooting guard. I think that's the move because Gary Trent off the bench, like, that's just a great role for him. I don't think you want to mm-hmm. switch that up. And you got Derek Jones Jr., who's still pretty good. And he can play, I mean, all those wing positions, and he can play a smaller center if they really need, if they really want to play small ball. Mm-hmm. Melo's been playing really good, but his defense is, like, just so brutal. You know who played well the other night was Harry Giles. I forgot about that. Terry Giles. Yes, yes, yes. He played, like Giles. he played well the other night, at least. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're a trade. I don't, I don't think, you don't think it's, it's time to it. hit the panic button yet for them? What no. if they start uh, stringing together a couple of losses? Like like how the Magic are. They lost Markel Fultz and lost, bunch, lost five games. Magic you know also I mean? lost if, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. So, and I they mean, lost both those guys for the season. So, like, that's when you hit, like, that's when you hit the button. tank button. No, not the panic button. That's when you hit the like, all right, the season's over button. But for okay, so now it's time to hit the panic button. Then I think it's it's if you no lose like, if you lose yet. like five, <laughs> there's no buttons yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> stop, while stop, so you're, fixed on buttons, yeah. You're man. trying to throw is but is buttons like the next fake sponsor for us? Like, why are you just obsessed with these buttons right now? What kind of buttons? Like, yeah, there's so many buttons. Uh, the easy button. Remember you ever that? go to a Burlington Co Factory and just unbutton all the coats? <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I just it's just a funny idea. I just thought of. Are they buttoned in the first place? I mean, I mean, they're coats. Like, who wouldn't button a bunch of coats before they're gonna put them on display? Isn't that how they come? Pre-buttoned coats? <laughs> like on hangers? I didn't watch that episode of How It's Made. <laughs> coats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so no right. buttons for the for the Blazers just yet. No, because because I think if they lose like six in a row, then maybe. But like, he's. I mean, it's four weeks, maybe six. Okay, they play Memphis twice. They play the Knicks. They play OKC. Okay. Uh, Houston, Chicago, and then Milwaukee. So that's the rest of their month. And there's what two weeks left in the month? One yeah. Week, two weeks. One week. One and a half. Um. About 11 days. They did just lose to San Antonio. San Antonio's good. They got whooped by the Warriors tonight, but they're good. They got whooped by the Warriors tonight. San Antonio's nice in, the Warriors San Antonio's another in sixth point. place. Eighth place, sorry. Eighth place in the West. Yeah, because the places are, yeah. Yeah. Um, damn, it's, it's kind of crazy. San Antonio dropped 20 on Portland, and then the next night got 20 dropped on them. 
That's how that's how it's been going this season. Honestly, yeah, yeah. teams have been so up and down. Yeah. The Hornets getting blown out and then blowing out the Mavs. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't understand the NBA. So I think honestly, the way that this works for the Blazers is Dame just starts putting up like fifty pieces, like left and right. That's what's gonna have to be. Yeah, and he can do it though. That's the crazy thing about it. Like he can do that. All right, let's move on to the next piece. MLK Day had a wild. 10-game slate, all good games. Uh, we're going to start off with our Golden State Warriors. They whooped that ass. They did. They did a good job. In beating the Lakers. Um, that was a lot of fun to watch. Oh, something happened here. Anyway, uh, they whooped that ass, uh, sure beating the Lakers um, this, uh, uh, that on this Monday. Uh, they didn't whoop that ass. They won by a couple of points. But it was Close just a game. lot of fun to watch to beat the yeah. best team in the league and all that stuff. And then today, they show up. They beat the Spurs by 20-something points. Um, Xavier, yes. are the Warriors the fourth best team in the West? Um, they Very specific, are. But are they one of the best teams in the West? They are definitely looking like it. Um, uh, yeah. They're finding their identity. Uh, Kerr is coaching. Yeah, nice hat. I like that. Uh, you could tell he's learning how to – not learning, but he's getting better at finding uh, which combinations on the floor are working better, which rotations, when to put guys in, when to put certain guys in. And it's really, like, translating well for the Warriors. They're playing good defense. Um, and Steph Curry is lighting it up, taking shots when he needs to. And it looks like he can rely on players. He was was, was – this season is always relying on some other players, but now those guys are like showing up, like yeah. Wiggins, Damian Lee. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's nice to see even Aaron Pascal, Pas- Pascal, yeah. Pascal, Pascal. Um, dude's playing playing great defense. Uh, really playing tough down low. Dude, Oubre, he just like, like he just hits shots defense. like left and right, whether it's a three pointer, whether it's a fadeaway, and they look a... ugly, and he makes, and I, I never know. think he's gonna make them. It's fucking oh my great. God. So my favorite um, rotation lineup is um, Pascal. She's like my little brother, Gabriel. Just ugly. Shout out to Gabriel. Um, okay. Um, my uh, my favorite rotation of theirs is Pascal at center. Uh, uh, fucking, oh, my God. Totally blanking now. Um, uh, Wanamaker at point guard. Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins at shooting guard. Um, uh, Baysmore at, uh, at small forward. And then... Uh, uh, second unit, yeah. That, but that like small, that small like like scoring second unit. I forgot mm-hmm. who, who plays power forward at, in that second unit, but it's so it's so much fucking fun to watch. Like they just they just fly around. Everybody on that team can shoot, which is the funnest part about it. Um, so you never know where scoring's gonna. Oh, and Damian Lee, you never know where scoring's gonna come from. It's just like it's just amazing. I love it. You so know much. who I didn't really see against the Lakers? Juan Toscano Anderson. He's still hurt, isn't he? Oh, or really? maybe that's he was, why he didn't play. Maybe he was back that day though. But I yeah, thought he was still hurt. I was worried about him. Yeah. Um and then uh but yeah, we are looking pretty look good. Nice. I'm pretty confident. This win really good. solidifies and um, gives him more respect. Um Yeah. It wasn't a must-win game, but it was a it was a great win for them, you know. Statement game, if you, if I may. Wait, only I thought must-win games were only at the beginning of the season. First game of the season. You, you, that was a must-win game, and you know it. 
The Clippers? They look pretty bad right now, man. I'd be worried if I was the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean they win, but win. they win like messy. And You're right. Whatever. All right. So the Knicks started off the day beating the Magic, which, you know, going into that game, you're kind of like, oh, the Magic, they're going to beat the Knicks. But like, the Magics have all, Magic has, have, have all these injuries. So it, it was kind of. Honestly, they, like, they dominated the most of the game. I don't even think there was many lead changes. I think that the Knicks pretty much led most of the game. It wasn't. It was a close score, don't get me wrong, but it was like more or less they led. Um, another thing that happened on that day, John ja Morant made his second game back against the Suns, probably the hottest team in the NBA right now, Before, at least before the COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, um, their COVID protocols and shit like that and cases in their season got like kind of halted. Um I mean, dude, the Grizzlies were looking fucking good before Jaw got hurt. I mean, or uh, during while Jaw was hurt, like in, in, in and without Jaron Jackson, like so. Uh, the second half of our podcast, we're doing a segment. Um, I'll explain later, but their center, Yona Valentunas, is going to be one of the subjects of that second, uh, uh, that I'm going to bring uh-huh. up. And he fucking did work for them while he while they were gone. They still got some wins in there. Yeah, they look sitting, good without Jaw, nice. and they look better with Jaw. Yeah. yeah they're, yes. They're fun team. They look even better with Ja. Mm-hmm. They're sitting mm-hmm. pretty nice at seven and six um, in the in the seven seed. So, I don't know. Yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. I like Memphis a lot. Um, what else did we get? We got some postponed game. Jersey? I might. I should. Huh. The the teal one that has like the the grizzly bear like ripping open something. Fresh. And he's got a basketball in his hand. Yeah. The like kind of that nineties. Um, Throwback style. Uh, what was the big exciting game? Oh, Milwaukee mm-hmm. against Brooklyn. That yes. was a nail. That was Harden's back. first first game back. Second game back. Second game back. Yeah. And a big, I guess, Eastern Conference game. You know, for uh, probably one two one and two seeds maybe in the East. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, looked like KD was aggressive. Um, was out for blood. Same same with Harden. No Kyrie. But what was interesting is that final play, they were up to, M- Brooklyn was, Milwaukee inbounded the ball to Chris Middleton, and he went for the shot, and they didn't give it to Giannis. And I wonder so, why that is. I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I wanted to talk about. So as good as Giannis is, he's so one-dimensional offensively. Mm-hmm. He can only do one thing. He's explosive and, explosive and uses ex- his strength and his length to just – drive and just dive through to the hoop and, and, and score and, and, and lay it up off the glass like or dunk it. Like that's the only thing he can do, which is like it it, it doesn't surprise me that in the fourth quarters big shots and, and with the game on the line they're going to either Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton instead because they're more versatile scorers. They can shoot. Mm-hmm. Um and they can shoot off the dribble. They can shoot off the catch and shoot. They can do everything. They're not so what like the last possession of the game, it's so easy to defend a Giannis play because you just clog the paint and yeah, force him to. Yeah, who do you have on Giannis? You got DeAndre Jordan, a down low in her center to block a shot if he was gonna take it to the hole, and you clog it up with KD and 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 other guys. I don't know. I mean, it's just it 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 it. You pay all, you pay that guy all that money. Give him the it's ball the re- game. I get it, but it it's the reason why they're not gonna win the championship this year. This is because true, because the star of their team is a one dimensional offensive scorer. But I mean, don't get me wrong; he's he's great at that one thing. He's probably the best that, that ever mm-hmm. 
is going to do it, which is the reason why he's being paid the most, uh, the highest paid salary in the NBA. It's the reason why he's the MV, two-time MVP of the league. But it's just like when it comes to playoff games, that shit doesn't fucking matter, man. Like you need to get that shot when 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 you need it. And if he if he doesn't develop at least some kind of like jump shot it's it's you know it's going to be the same fucking story for him every 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 mm-hmm. every season and or or chris middleton and 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 drew holiday are gonna have to take chris the middleton next level up i don't know but he can only bail Giannis out for so long but he could make those shots and he almost did but uh but it, yeah, you're right absolutely right and, like but it goes back like to what Nets. you say like is that who you want with the ball like in the last in the last possession of the game i mean on the milwaukee bucks maybe I, you would you would expect they're going to do Giannis, but maybe that is the right call to go to Middleton, like you said, because he's the most versatile player. But I think if you spend all that money, give the guy the ball. You know He's got to do something, right? If he misses it, then it's the same outcome if you just gave it to Chris Middleton. I think you gotta, you got to see Giannis challenge. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It was also like it... 1.7 seconds. So like you didn't really have a ton of time. That's the other point I'm about to make. So, like, he doesn't have enough time to drive to the hoop and try and lay it up. And also, if, let's say, he misses his layup, it's it's, it's harder to get that rebound. Where mm-hmm. if, if Chris Middleton misses that shot, it bangs off the off the rim, it might be a little bit easier to get a, an offensive board. Yeah. Maybe he Middleton should have shot it sooner. But also, Giannis wasn't driving to the hoop yet. So, if he had shot it almost immediately, Giannis wouldn't have been it, would, would not have been there yet in time. It was a bad play, honestly, in my opinion. Bad play, bad way to end the game. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, we're going to go to break. We'll leave it on that note. Giannis, yeah. can, he, can he be the core of a championship Oh, wait, team? I'm can not done talking about game MLK games. Shot? I got one more game I want to talk about. Oh, okay, all right, go ahead. Um, Atlanta Hawks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So this that was, was a, weird. This was kind of a weird game. Atlanta Hawks, yeah. who I thought was a pretty solid team all yeah. around. Uh, played a pretty mediocre game against a Minnesota Timberwolves team that is pretty mediocre. Got a lot of young guys, rookies, guys who could score all around, but just young and experienced. Yeah. And I should say the Hawks did end up winning by 11 points, but it was close the whole time, mainly because the Hawks made so many mistakes, so many turn. I think they had like 20-some turnovers. Um, it was pretty They should have called that the mediocrity bowl because those are two teams that should be so much better, but they're not. It, and they're, yeah, just, it was they're just so mediocre and so underwhelming. On the Minnesota just, side, like, it was great to see um, my boy Anthony <clears throat> Edwards go off, you know? Yeah. He scored 16 points. Um, 12 points. D'Angelo Russell at 31. Yeah. Um, but there was one guy... Uh, they kind of have to play games like that right now with Carl Anthony Towns out for COVID, which that's another thing, man. I feel bad for Carl Anthony Towns, man. Got COVID for the second time. His family's having to deal with the all everything that oh, they've yeah. had to deal with all year with that shit. Like, yeah, not having uh, Carl Anthony Towns sucks. But Josh Okoji, 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 Um, he had four points, uh, but played some good minutes, twenty minutes. Great defensive guy, good good yeah. guy. Just probably I guess filling in that spot for Big Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, they look fun. They look good. Timberwolves probably not going to thrive in the West, but um, they they played a great game on MLK. They lost to the Hawks. Weird game. I think it it says more about the Hawks than it does about the Timberwolves. Timberwolves played whatever as best as they could, but the Hawks looked bad. Yeah, and they don't look. The like Hawks also 
the Hawks also don't play defense. Like, I mean, they're a fun offensive team. Don't get me wrong. Like, Trey, everybody knows what Trey, what Trey Young can do. DeAndre Hunter has been – he gets better and better every game, and he's really exciting to watch. Trey could do stuff, but I feel like more and more defenses are figuring him out. So he does a lot of yeah. that kitschy bullshit, like, you know, get in front of the defender and slow down. You know, like, mm-hmm. a lot of this, like, bad shots – Leaning into a defender to draw the foul, and he'll get those because it's straight young. But it's like, yeah. hey, bro, like play your game. You know, I like when he was nutmegging fools and then you know yeah. laying it up to tired shots. I guess I know those are harder on your body, and like as you get older, more experience, like you're not ready to like drive to the hoop like that as much. But like that's his game, and like he's got to figure out how to keep that up and more consistent. That being said, the Hawks are I. But they have other scorers on their team. So, that like, that's kind of my point is, like, offense isn't their issue. They have a lot of that. You know, Kevin Herter's a great scorer. John Collins is a great scorer. Like, but they Herter. just can't play defense to save, fuck, to save their goddamn life. Like, you look, you look at their scores, and it's like 120-plus uh-huh. almost every single game. Dude, DeAndre it's Hunter, insane. though, is good. I love him. I loved him coming out of Virginia. I loved him at the number four yeah. pick. I thought a lot of people slept on him. He's gonna be good, but Aggressive I don't know if uh, I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he'll excel in that team. I don't know if he'll excel in that team. He has six he has turnovers. Six tur- oh, Trey man. Young had six turnovers. You know what I mean? It's like such yeah. sloppy basketball, but yeah, it's like what they—they're young too. Four, That's four the other problem. They're a young team. They—they they don't have any veterans on there to really like whip them in shape. I know like, they yo, had don't uh, fucking make these stupid passes. They had what's his name? They had they had Vince Carter. <laughs> um, you know he—he's a—he's uh, one of their commentators now. Yeah, no, and Rajon Rondo, they got Rondo there, who's like the older guy, but it just doesn't work yet. Yeah, not liking the Hawks, and I was kind of hot on the Hawks. If they make the playoffs, it'll be in the play-in tournament, and they'll probably lose the first round. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, freaking out. Um, because there's some teams right now on the outside looking in in that Eastern Conference playoffs situation that I think are, they're not going to be on the outside. Were you high on Tony Snow? Were you a big fan of Tony Snow? He's, I mean, I no. Like you were. Oh, okay. He's fine. No, 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 definitely not me. He's fine. I, I, I like him, but I, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm high on him. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So now, so, uh, any other games you want to talk about? Nah. Fuck them. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, did you want? <laughs> no, to? I didn't, I mean, no, 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 I don't. We're at forty minutes. We're pushing it, so we should probably. We're pushing right. it. Listen to us. We're pushing it. We're pushing it. What was that segment brought to you by? Um. General Sal's Orange Chicken. <laughs> Man, it's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a quick break. Stick around, and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. So, we have two segments, featured segments, coming into the second half of this episode today because we are double the fun. What is double the fun brought to you by, Xavier? Oreos. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, I mean, they could be. They're double stuffed. You can never just eat one. Yeah, double stuffed. I think that was the perfect sponsor for that. That was. That's what came into my mind, but it it felt like it was too on the nose, and that's not my style. All right, so maybe. All right, so let's do your secondary pick oh uh double mint gum for um when your breath smells bad and you're trying to talk to some twins (laughs) i saved it there i brought you back you were like what i brought you back (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, you you when you started that that fake sponsor, you 100% lost me, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. And I was gonna make a comment, <laughs> and then you brought it back me with you brought it back with the uh, with the twins comment. Mm-hmm, All right, so mm-hmm. the first part we're doing in this um, featured segment is called "Why are we talking about them?" This is a segment where we bring up a few players um, who are having fantastic seasons, but they're kind of going under the radar, and people aren't talking about them. So. We're going to talk about them here and let you guys know who they are so maybe you can start watching them and pay attention and you can enjoy their skills in basketball just like we are enjoying them. So, I'll lead it off, Xavier, since um, I have three and you only have two. I got um, three. Well, you go first. All right. My first one is, I already brought him up earlier in the podcast, Yona Valentunas. Um, he's averaging 14 points a game, 10 rebounds, one block. Uh, 72%, 3%, if we round up from the free throw line. Um, he's just been fucking really good for them. And, you know, he always, he's always been consistent um, in center in general. Even when he was on Toronto, he would average about 12 points, something like that. Um, but, like, just with, with Ja being out and Jaron being out, he's really, like, mm-hmm. kind of taken lead of that team with Brandon Clark and – He's kept him in the fucking ball game when it comes to the standings, man. Like they, you thought like you would think when when Jaw sprained his ankle, like they were gonna fall down, but they were not. And we talked about it earlier with Jaw back now, they look even better. They beat the fucking, uh, God, totally blanked already. Um, I'm okay, Day. The 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 Blazers, who are a really good team, and that was before McCollum got hurt, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm I'm extremely um or no, the Suns. Sorry, the hottest team in the league, Suns. Um, I feel like people just like totally brush him off in general. He's always been an above average center on both ends of the court. And so I want to give him some love for the lack of love we've been given the past couple of years. He's not a great three point shooter. He's, um, he's not doing great. At least this year, he's 28%. He's a lifetime 35% three point shooter though, but he's a center, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, that, that's a luxury if you have a center who can shoot that well. So, um, Yona Valentunas pride and joy of uh where, he's from south america somewhere where is it uh lithuania that's not south america but no, um that's like Europe. <laughs> but he's been killing it <laughs> so um who's yours uh, I, I like i like Jonas a lot mm-hmm. i like him he plays good ball all right my first one is <clears throat> from the toronto raptors chris boucher now i talked about him a little bit before tried to bring some attention to Valentinus' former team yeah and uh yet he uh has a no coverage at all. Uh, he's averaging 15 points a game with six rebounds and just one assist. You're the only one in the media games. who's covered him. There you go. Yeah, exactly. His last five games, he scored 20, 25, 20, and 21 points. And 18. Sorry, that was only four. And I Damn, that that's pretty five. good. That's kind of under he's the radar. He's been killing it under the radar, you know. Um, they were three and five, three and two the last five games. He's shooting 57% last five games from the three-point line. Ooh. Dude's been hot lately. You know, and you know th- th- that's that's important stats because um, Siakam has been struggling a little bit lately. So yeah. he's been picking against up Charlotte. They they beat the Charlotte, and slide. he was eight for ten from the uh, three point line. Three God point line. damn! Yeah, did I say free three point line? I think I said free. Point you said line? the free point line, but you know we got what you meant. I know what you mean. You know what I mean. I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah dude was on fire. So uh, yeah, these guys he needs some respect on his name. He's from. Saint Lucia, Lucia. No idea what that means. I think that's like an island. 
he's not American. Boucher. No. no. That has to be that has to be French rule, right? Boucher, that sounds French. All right, we gotta look it up now. You think he plays for the France national team? Probably. I yeah. mean, he went undrafted, and this is it's like, like his third it's, year? it's like people from Curacao how they play for um, um, in baseball wise at least they play for um, Denmark because Curacao uh, or because because um, not Denmark Denmark that's not right um, uh, Holland what what is the what, what, Amsterdam the Dutch islands the, yes yeah. Uh, Netherlands. So they Netherlands. play for the Netherlands okay. uh, because <laughs> Netherlands um, owns Curacao. So it's like, is it one of those type of situations? Okay, it's it's in the Caribbean, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, used to be French, but now it's a sovereign country on its own. Um, but they them. got a lot of French leftover stuff. You know how it goes? Yeah. You know what I, so. I always wondered? It's really weird um, how people from Curacao have to play for the Netherlands, but people from uh, from Puerto Rico... Puerto Rico has their own baseball team. They don't have to play for the United States. Isn't that yeah. kind of weird? No, because Puerto Rico has good basketball players, and Curacao has, like, three. I'm talking about baseball specifically. Baseball players. I mean, that's what I meant. They have they have good baseball players in Puerto Rico, enough to, like, feel the whole team does. It's got to go by population. They're just pop, their population's bigger. Yeah, does, does Curacao have enough ball players that could, like, feel a team that's good enough? I mean, all their best players are from Curacao, like, like Jer Jerks and Profar. Um... Andrew Andrew Simmons. Uh, you know, I don't know how no, I don't know how it works in Europe. All right, they got the metric system. I don't know how it works over there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's wrong with the metric system? We're the ones fucking up. It's metric system is so much easier to understand than whatever you would call our system. Like everything goes by tens. Yeah. And then here it's like oh yards is by threes. Even drugs, and I'm not like talking about and like, then feet's drugs, by like, twelve. Like prescription drugs is it's in milligrams. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like how, how many ibuprofens? 200 milligrams you know it's like it's the dumbest shit ever it's so universal it's right? classic it's classic america anyway we're gonna move I need on 20 cc's of crack i don't know I crack don't, what, talking, what is talking. your obsession with crack on this podcast i feel like you, whoa this is the first time i brought up crack. this is the second time you've done it after our first episode you said you said our show was sponsored by crack oh uh, was it yeah oh no i meant happy crack that's when you get um some uh kool-aid <laughs> And you put some sugar and you put it in a Ziploc bag, and then you go, you dip your, dip your finger in it and you lick it. That's for children, all right. I've Don't never, judge me, I've but never you know what I'm that. talking about. I'm judging. Slide into my DMs if you know what I'm talking about. All right, send me a, a snowflake <laughs> if you had some happy crack before. Um. All right. So my uh, second player is De'Aaron Fox, one of my favorite NBA players. He has been fucking killing it. He's leading the Kings to um. What I thought was an impressive season, but then I looked at the standings. They don't talk, they don't and it's talk not about De'Aaron. They're, they're not talking about De'Aaron. De'Aaron Fox just signed a supermax, and there's a reason why he did it. No, I don't think they talk about De'Aaron Fox enough. He's averaging 20 no. points a game, one and a half steals, uh, half a block, which that was kind of interesting from a point guard. Um, almost six assists. He's averaging half a block. Uh, three rebounds. He is 70% from the field. He is 34% from three, taking four threes a game. He's killing it, and he posterized Malcolm Brogdon the other day. He's leading this team to what I think can be some success if they um, start pulling some wins out of these very close games that they're playing. Can you record half a block? Like in football, you know, you could record half a sack. No. Can you record, like, can you, like, partially block and somebody else, like, finishes the block for I you? I said he was averaging it. I know, I know, but I'm, now I'm just curious. I'm thinking out loud. How would you do that? Like, you... That's what I'm saying. 
Can you like partially? No, block a I don't shot think that's a thing. I think I think it. actually, you know, I think the sack is the only thing in like real sports where that's actually like you know like a, a half a thing. Yeah, the stat is taken. Well, yeah, so in baseball dude, you can get like one out and like be like two point one innings. What are, what are third. the? You know what I I'm just kind of thought of like in football <laughs> when you get a sack and three people sack the the guy the quarterback. How do they how do they like calculate that? Because you never see you never see like like six like. Ten can and, three people sack a quarterback f- though? Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, the two guys get there first. You know, the third guy's just pushing. Really, that's not fair. You can't just just leave the third guy out. I feel like he should get some credit. I think. Do they just give all of them a half? Because if that's right, that's not proper math. You can't give three halves. So one sack. Yeah, I feel. I feel like that would happen though. I feel like in football they would just give everybody halves, three halves. Yeah. But then, like, damn. So then, like, quarterback gave up, like, 14 and a half sacks or something like that, whatever. You know, that'd be weird. But football yeah. does that stupid shit like that. When I, when I in high school, my senior year, I had, um, I didn't have that many sacks. I had two and a half sacks. And the the half sack, but I, you know, I don't, I didn't, wouldn't, rushing the quarterback wasn't my main priority uh-huh. um, in my position. It was the friendship with the, uh, the your fellow teammates. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> um, the the third sack, um, my coach, because he was the one who kept the score of the stats, he gave me a half a sack. And the reason why he gave me a half a sack is I did all the work. I pulled the guy down. And he was on his way down. Like, the quarterback was falling. He was on his knees. He was falling down. And my teammate, which you know him, Ace Pittman. Oh, wow. Just, like, came in and, like, fell on top of him at the very end. And he was like, no, you guys, uh, you guys kind of did it together. You guys get half a sack. I'm like, what? I did all the fucking work, and Ace gets credit for my work. This that's, is bullshit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I should have had three sacks. Hmm. Uh, should have had three sacks. Anyway, De'Aaron Fox, um, he doesn't have that. He has half a block instead. And so you, uh, you still think about that half a sack, huh? I, I mean, obviously, since I just brought it up <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next time I see Ace, he's gonna get he's the gonna one that got it. away. He's gonna get it. <laughs> uh, um. When you see Nick, you know because Nick had testicular cancer. Shout out my roommate Nick. He's only got one ball. Do you ever see him and be like, damn, that half a sack? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you know he stops saying that's nuts. He just says that's nut. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this that's salad so, is nut. That's <laughs> like, so, it's so funny. That's Everybody's so fucked up. About it. Shout out Nick. <laughs> yeah, if only I had just that half a sack. <laughs> He's like Lance Armstrong, but like I trust him more. <laughs> He's Lance Armstrong with all the honor. Are they going to make a documentary about him one day? <laughs> hey, while we were on Lance Armstrong, I'm not mad at him, to be honest. I'm not mad at him, bro. Like, do you? You had brain, lung, and testicular cancer all at the same time. He was, he's a dick, Do whatever dick, you though. want to your blood, he bro. Just a, ride your bike. I don't care. He, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, but he's a, but he's a dick. He, he had watch brain, that documentary. lung, and testicular cancer because, all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he, he did because he fucking did hello steroids. Oh shit! That's not, he didn't just get it. He did it because of the, ster- the I mean, he got the cancer because of the steroids. The, I mean, they don't know for sure, but the, there's studies that have been done that that track um, steroids and tumors back to like the type of steroids and 
and human growth hormone that he used. And there's like been a lot of cases for bikers who use that shit. And it was Damn. like a weird coincidence like, that it all happened at the same have... time. It's because he took so much of it. Did other bikers have cancer though? Like, is that a thing? Like cyclists getting cancer? I just like, told you. Well, I just told you people who use that specific human growth hormone. Is it in the documentary? Yeah, you yes, should watch it. Like, you should watch this thirty for thirty. Um, I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying, I'm not mad. Well, I'm not mad at De'Aaron Fox because he's been killing it. So who's your second player? De'Aaron Fox did not lie to us on Oprah. No, Lance Armstrong did. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, De'Aaron, he's the man. Are you gonna give your second player, or are you just gonna? Oh, it's my turn. You just gonna <laughs> sit there and think about Nick's only yeah, my second Nick's play. ball. In this segment is Nick's half a sack. Lance Armstrong's <laughs> bracelets. <laughs> um, well, my next player is Keldon Johnson. Were you he's just sitting forward. there and just thinking about Nick's ball? Is that is that what was going <laughs> That's on? Not, there? I was thinking about Lance Armstrong actually. And his ball. Yeah. Do you think, like, there's a little divot in his seat so his ball <laughs> could sit there? You know what I mean? Because you got to protect the one you got. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think he wears special, like, underwear? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Think, yeah, you're right. Thinking too much about his balls. get what you want. <laughs> but you try sometimes. Get what you um, need. Keldon Johnson. He's a guard board, kind of, for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. How many he balls does both. he have? Uh, that I know of, two when he's on the court, three because one in his hand. You get it? <laughs> uh, he's out of Kentucky. This is his second year. Um, a good guy, scoring uh, fourteen points a game, seven uh, seven rebounds, two and a half assists. Uh, last five games, he's put up eighteen, twenty nine uh, in the loss against Houston, eleven, ten, twelve. Good role player, guy who could step up when he needs to, who can be relied on. Um, Rudy Gay likes to dish out to him a lot, so DeJounte Murray. Um, smart guy, heads up, plays decent amount of reba- uh, defense, um, gets a lot of good defensive rebounds. Um, guy to watch. Um, I, he is in the segment, why aren't they talking about him? They don't have to talk about necessarily. I'm talking about him. It's just I think the Spurs have a lot of different guys uh, on their team who all, do, who all do so much, but the Spurs team in itself, like uh, – cultivates players who like you know a team mentality where everybody has to do their part so this is him just doing his part really um but he's stepping into the role he's doing it really well and i like watching him play yeah kelvin johnson number three how how did he do tonight he scored 18 points oh no no no. he scored 12 points uh against the warriors he didn't have a great night he did not have a great (laughs) night actually so after all that for 12 he was two for 12 Mm. Oh my gosh, that's not good. He made a lot of free throws, eight free throws. They didn't have a good night against Warriors. Yeah, they got blown out though. Yeah, they did. I mean, that this whole team, that whole night. team didn't play well against the his Warriors. His worst night in the last five games. All right, so my last player is um, Larry Nance Jr. Um, playing for. Larry. I added him on my fantasy team, and he's been doing great. He's averaging ten points a game, ten and a half to be more specific. Um, two and a half steals a game, uh, six rebounds, uh, 43% from three point, which is pretty cool, but he's only a 50% free throw shooter. That's not good. He probably doesn't get to the line very much. He, yeah, he only shoots one free throw <laughs> like a game. We, each guy we find a reason like why nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you can't make a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but he's been he's been crushing it, dude, and he <laughs> he's had a tough go of it ever since. Like you know, he got traded um, traded to the Cavs in LeBron's last year in 2014. So they they made that finals run, but they got fucking beat. Uh, or was it 2013? No. Wait, no, not 2014. Sorry, LeBron's last year in Cleveland. What year was that? 2018. 2018. 18. Yeah, he was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a part yeah. of all those like trades that they like desperately had to make because they weren't playing very well. Um, and I don't think he was a part of the yeah he wasn't a part of the Cleveland he wasn't part of the Cavs team that that won the championship in 2016. So he never really got to see any of the glory. He was on the Lakers when that. Yeah, he was on the Lakers before that, and he was a good role player for the and Lakers. Then went to the- and, and, and then went to the Cavs when they started to suck. Yeah, and then LeBron dips out, and they fucking suck now. And he's been having to like kind of deal with the shittiness and the rebuilding. And this year, the fucking Cavaliers are playing well, and they might make a playoff run, and they're interesting. And and he's a big part of it, and he's like a big presence off the bench. And and um, nice see, yeah. he's been killing it, man. And I I, I like him. I want to show him some love. And and uh, he's also killing it for my fantasy team. Yeah, they're one of those good sleeper teams, the Cavs. Yeah, I'm not sold on them yet. We've been talking about them a lot this pod, but they're they're playing they just, really well. They're surprising. Yeah, they're playing surprisingly well. I think that's what we should say. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's who's your last one? Oh, my last one is Alec Burks. Now, kind of hasn't been talking to him. He's been hurt for like a month, about yeah. a month or two. Um, but he comes back this Thursday, and his first three games he was averaging 20 points. Um, big guy for the Knicks. Um, he can. Uh, he's got. He's pretty explosive. He's got nine years in the league, um, but he's only twenty nine, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be valuable minutes, a valuable addition uh, as a guard to a Knicks roster that's already not bad. It's just already figuring it out. Uh, they played some good games against some good teams, and I think he's gonna be a good addition to them, and they're gonna be, continue to roll. I think this is a, a definite piece that they were waiting for. And uh, I, I see them picking up a couple more games against teams that they necessarily shouldn't have be shouldn't be beating. I guess. Um, yeah, Alec Burke definitely watch out for him. He hasn't played since December twenty seventh, um, but his last five games from then were twenty points, thirty one, thirty two, twenty points, and another twenty. Who does he points. play for now? He plays for the Knicks. Knicks. He's just been he's yeah. been injured. Yeah. Um, but he's coming back Thursday against who they play on Thursday. Uh, I want to say San Antonio. No, no, they play Memphis. No, uh, no, they no, they play they play the Warriors. They play the Warriors. That's right. And then yeah. they play Portland. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Knicks are only seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they could they could get into that play in tournament at like a ten or a nine yeah. seed, and they, they they they'll be fun. They could be fun to watch. Yeah, Burke is a guy. He doesn't like pass the ball a lot. Yeah. Definitely likes to take it to the hole, but, it, but that could help them. They the, the Knicks are thirtieth uh, in points per game, so they need more production all around. I'm trying to they think of like scorers. their their team and their guards, and they don't really have a lot of on ball like scorers or, or or guards. So I mean, I don't think he's gonna hurt them that much. No, I think I think he's gonna be a great addition. I can't wait yeah. to like for except for Dennis Smith Jr. He's the only one I can think of, but he's hurt, so it's like he he should take advantage of that. Yeah, Obi also Obi Toppin. <sighs> Looks good, man. Yeah, he does. Obi, Obi, and RJ Hampton's been playing a lot better. Kevin Knox's been playing a lot better. They're and interesting. They got that one. They're Nic- also their Nic- schedule's been Nicotina? pretty fucking. Nic- yeah, Frank Nicotina. Uh, Nicotina. They're they're they're. That's not how you say his name. I just don't know. Frank how to Nicotina. Say it. It's not Nicotina. It's yes, it is. No, there's a K in there. 
Nick. And it, it's N T I L I K N I N A. I'm pretty sure it's Nicotina. Nitlikina? Okay. Whatever. It's Frank Nicotina. You're right. Sorry. Andre. Um, just kidding. RJ? Our Andre. 4 a.m. Yeah. Bay Bridge music. Um, all right. So let's hop into the second segment. We're running long. We so we should get, we gotta get through this. Uh, college corner. Do a little so college update. You got your uh, pen and pad ready, Xavier? Uh, Hashtag make Xavier's bracket great again. This segment brought to you by Lacroix. Bubbly water because your personality isn't. I love Lacroix, so you can I fuck can't right stand on off. Lacroix. It just gives me it makes me gives me gas, not gas, just like makes me burp. Gives me air in my stomach, and I can't say that. It's like less room for food. <laughs> okay. Um, Spicy water. So I'm gonna do some tears here. Um, okay. to explain. So remember last time we talked, um, I told you how Gonzaga and Baylor are just like far and ahead, the two best teams, um, in college basketball, and there's no one even close to their level. So this is how I want to explain how good they are and how much how much they're dominating. In college okay. hoops right now. Tier one, Gonzaga and Baylor. Tier two, okay. nobody. Tier three, still nobody. Tier four is when Villanova, Iowa, Michigan, and let's say Kansas come in the mix. You're saying two tiers of separation? Dude, if these two teams aren't the two teams playing each other in the in the in the national championship this year, I will be shocked. You think it's a big lock that these two are? They're in. so they play so much better than everybody. And here's the thing: Gonzaga might be a little bit um, deceiving because they play in the West Coast Conference, which is actually a conference that's play that's pretty damn good these days. It didn't used to be. It's not like the shithole that it used to be, where Gonzaga just rolls through everybody. St. Mary's yeah. is really good this year. USF is really good this year. Um, BYU is pretty good. Um, you know, there's there, good there, there's 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 teams yeah. in the mix in the West Coast Conference that are competitive, um, and 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 it's not just they're not just rolling through it anyway. But you look at their pre their pre their before conference play wins, and they dominated in a lot of these like really good ranked teams. They beat Iowa by like almost twenty points. Iowa's ranked number four right now. Um, so that just kind of proves how good they are. And Baylor did the exact same thing, and now they're in conference play, and they're wiping the floor with everybody in conference play. The closest game they had was two days ago. They played, was it Texas Tech or something like that? And they were dominating most of the game. Texas Tech, wait, was it Texas Tech? It wasn't Texas Tech. Who was it? It doesn't even matter because they whooped them. Yeah, and, and they kind of came back. They only won by eight points at the end, but uh, hold on. Let me just check this real quick. Oh, it was Kansas. So, it was Kansas. It was Kansas. It was Kansas. So another t- team in the top of the tier. Um, number nine ranked Kansas. They beat them 77 to 69. So they beat them by eight points, but they are dominating them most of the game. Kansas didn't make a run rankings? until the last five minutes of the game. Have they assigned rankings to teams? Like number ones, Gonzaga against like number like six. Like one seeds? Kansas. No. no, no. Not one seeds, but well, yeah, like rankings. Like kind of how college football does it. You know, they don't. Like they don't do that for like bracketology. No. Okay. Nice. It's okay. just like straight up. It's just straight up like rankings. Anyway, mm. these two teams are very good, and 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 again, I'd be surprised if they're not playing each other in a national championship game. But I do want to talk about 
what I think is the best conference in ba- college basketball, which is the Big Ten, because right now it's a huge crapshoot. So shout out to Brad Field and Jay Mansker, two Michigan fans. Michigan's been on a roll lately. They're eleven and one. They've kind of really? they started the season like um, kind of like towards the end of the rankings, like or twenty or something like that, and they just started running through people. And they didn't have a very competitive schedule at the beginning of their season. They kind of played a bunch of duds, and the, the competitiveness of the schedule really comes into play now, especially during conference play. By the way, we're in conference play now, so after the new year. Mm-hmm. typically a week after into the new year is when conference play starts. And that's when, for the rest of your schedule, you only play teams in your conference. And it's kind of okay. like to decide who wins the regular season. So everybody thought, like, Michigan, they're not the real deal. They're playing a bunch of duds. And then they played Wisconsin last week, and they beat them by 30 points. Jesus. And Wisconsin is ranked 10 right now. And they're, like, a really good basketball team. So really? Michigan might be for real. And one thing that they did really well this offseason. What, what was Michigan ranked? Uh, Michigan was ranked seven at the time, and Wisconsin was actually ranked five at the time. So they beat the team. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing that, that Jawan Howard, former NBA player, is the head coach of, of Michigan right now. One thing that he mm. did really well because he knew, because this was his first season as head coach last year, he knew, especially with the pandemic and with his first season getting in there, he wasn't able to recruit guys like – like sophomores and juniors in high school. So he knew that if he wanted to build a team immediately, his the way of making his team good was getting um, graduate um, transfers and, and community college transfers. So he stacked his team and mainly his bench with experienced, older um, classmen um, talent. And that's like uh-huh. really helped his young talent um, uh, on the roster. And they're just like, you could just tell, you just watch them play and you could just, you could tell the experience immediately. And, uh, yeah, it's, a, they're, like they're a fun, interesting team to watch. Um, like Michigan state holding on to Cassius Winston for so many years. Yeah. He was so old, but on all, beyond all his years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, him and uh, Xavier state Tillman for a couple years, him and yeah. Xavier Tillman. Yeah. Michigan state squad for a while. Michigan state not playing so well but, this year. And they went, they went decently far every year in the tournament. Yeah. I think they even made like an Elite Eight. Um, I think they made the Final Four two years ago, didn't they? No, that was Michigan. That was Michigan. The last year at Winston, I think they went pretty far with Well, them. last year was Winston's last year, so they, didn't, they weren't able to go to the tournament. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, him and Xavier Tillman were, were, they came in as freshmen together and they went all oh, the way up yeah. through. He didn't play. He was yeah. still at Michigan State. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Go yeah. Also, shout guys. out to Xavier Tillman. He's been killing it in the NBA recently, too. Yeah, yeah. Tokayo, get the same name, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the Big East is playing really well. Uh, Creighton's been playing well. Villanova's obviously, they're always good. Villanova's the one team up in that top tier where we don't really know exactly what their deal is because they haven't played a lot of competitive games because mm-hmm. their non-conference games, a lot of them got got uh, postponed. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they're doing. Um, the Big 12, like I said, is good. Kansas, Baylor, um, Texas Tech. So I'm a betting man, and for my bracket, uh, I can bet on Zags Baylor final. I would, I would, I, I would at least get one of them in the final. I, if I, if I, when I'm making your bracket, but I mean they're Otherwise, looking so upset. good. Look, in in a, in a month, every, this all could all change, and conference play conference play changes everything because those games are okay. a lot more competitive. They're a lot more close because you're playing within your conference. You know each other. You can game plan better. 
you see each other mm-hmm. you see a lot more of each other's games it's just different conference play always changes it up so in a month a lot of that could change maybe baylor falls off maybe gonzaga but the way they're playing right now i just don't see that happening I really yeah, you said there are two tiers above. No one comes close. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who watch college hoops would agree with me, though. Huh. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't watch no college hoops, bro. Not one game. That's why we do the segment. I know. It's just there's so much basketball, and I got league pass. I just yeah, no, nah. I, I dig with it. Football. I got three TVs <laughs> in my living room, so I'm able to watch it. I have that luxury. Oh yeah, shout out Drew Brees. Uh, I love you forever. I, I hate to see you go, bro. Yeah. I miss you. Um, shout out Drew Brees. Um, so for when you're building your bracket, though, um, I would favor the Big Ten. The big, uh, the ACC, though, in history has always been very good. Not so good this year. Don't favor the ACC so much this year. No ACC. I'll put a. I just I wrote Big Ten. I put a check mark next to it, and then underneath that I wrote ACC, and then I put I circled it and put a line through it. So like the best team in the ACC this year is probably Virginia, and they're ranked twelve. Um, and there's not many. I mean, West Virginia's in the top. Florida State. Yeah, I mean they're not great. Um, uh, Big Ten definitely go for that. Big Twelve only the top teams in the Big Twelve. I would go for. I would go for them. Um, SEC is weird. Um, a lot of traditionally non-basketball schools are playing good basketball this year. So that to me is a red flag. So maybe Mm. don't favor them so much. The PAC 12 most underrated conference in, 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 in the country. Um, I would, I would look for some first round PAC 12 upsets. Is there a Heisman equivalent in in college basketball? The wooden award. John. Mm, Okay. And who do you think is a front runner for the wooden? Uh, I think number one draft pick next year. Front uh, that person actually typically doesn't win, get number one draft pick because really? sometimes their game doesn't translate well in college. So this year's front runner and probably might have already won it is Luca Garza from Iowa. He's a he's okay. a center out of Iowa. He's just he's six ten, but he's this dude who just has like just so much meat on him. He just bullies his way in the paint, um, and he scores like I think he's averaging like twenty five a game. Um, with a with like ten ten plus rebounds, he's From just Iowa. he's just he's the he's no matter who they play, he's the biggest man in the court. So if he were to make it to the final four and he would have to play Gonzaga, Gonzaga would have to find a way to stop him, and they wouldn't be able to. Like mm. you just no no other team sizes up with him, and he just he just bullies his way down there. He who will not so? he will not be a lottery pick next year. He'll probably be picked in the later rounds, like like really? like twenties and thirties. Yeah. Who do you think is a who do you think is a lottery pick? You know, top. Top five, I guess. Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. He is a um, small forward. He can uh-huh. do everything. He can shoot from everywhere on the court. He's physical. He's explosive. He, I think, should be a top three pick. I don't know if he will, but he should. He's very good. And then... Um, you hear that, Kings fans? <laughs> and then uh, Evan Mobley <laughs> out of USC, another wing. Who I've can, heard of Mobley, Who yeah. can do a lot, and but he's a really good defender as well. Jalen Suggs, I'm not really sure on his defense, but he's just like an offensive, just stud. Uh, Evan Mobley is another is another player to look out for. Mobley, yeah. You hear that, Wizards fans? <laughs> just upsetting people. Um, right. Do you have any other questions, College Corner? No, I mean, uh, seems like I got the gist of it. How yeah. much longer? Oh, I was gonna say how much longer until the March Madness tournament. Well, I mean, March is about a month. Yeah. Or I mean, a few, they, a few about a month and a half. It's not going to start – because sometimes it starts, like, the last week of February. 
No, it, it they came out the schedule today. The first games of March Madness, I think it was the 10th or the 11th. Oh, hopefully it's the 10th. That's my birthday. Is it really? Yeah, March oh, 10th. Oh, I might have to come up yeah. there. We can watch some games. <laughs> it's the some 11th. DMs in the it's chat. The, it's the 11th. It's the 11th. God damn it. <laughs> um, but conference championship <laughs> weekend is the week before that, which is the first week of March. So look out for that. I don't I don't care about conference championship. If it's not March Madness, I don't want it. You, I, I lose myself. I always consider conference I always consider conference tournaments the uh, uh part of March Madness because they're tournaments that go for a week straight and they're games all fucking day. You're right, you're right, right. When I turned eighteen, I went dummy. So now I'm turning 28, so I guess this is like the 10-year revival. Of 18? You know, 18 dummy reprise. You know, I'm still going to go dumb. Dude, if we have the vaccine by then, we should go to Vegas. Yas queen. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. All right, so. Uh, I get my stimmy by then. Yeah, yeah, the, ne- Blow the next stimmy. some roulette and some. Uh, the old stimmy or the new, the new stimmy that's coming in? Both, all right. You haven't got the old stimmy yet. All right, we can talk about the old stimmy. Um, yeah, and I want to go see some Celine Dion. Let's do it. Hell yeah! Will bro. your heart go on? <laughs> Hopefully. All right. College Corner was brought to you by what, Xavier? Uh, Chromecast. Wait, didn't it, it already had a sponsor? Right. It did. It was uh, Keystone Light, the beer of the college student. God, I hate Keystone. Light. That's what it should be, though. Okay. Keystone Light. Remember Keith Stone? They're like they're like mascot. Smooth like Keith Stone. Yeah. Yes. And speaking of things that are smooth, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> rolling rug. I used to drink rolling rug all the time in col- in like in junior college. Yeah. You could get like a six pack for seven dollars. And I, I took I could like drink the entire six pack in like an hour and not get drunk. <laughs> it was so bad. It was just water. It was the most slammable beer because you could just drink it like water. It really was just awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to games to watch. So this week there was a games lot. Games to watch brought to you by Rolling Rock, most slammable beer. <laughs> that should be their slogan. Their slogan. <laughs> that really... actually should be their slogan. Yeah, because Rolling it's Rock, so the bad. most slammable beer. And it, I, 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 uh, I only like it in bottles. When it's in cans, it's like, what am I doing? It doesn't it taste a lot different in cans, specifically so Rolling Rock. I, f- I don't know why. It, there's like some weird aftertaste in a can. In a bottle, it's nice and refreshing. Meant. It feels, it tastes like a Coors Light or something like that. It's like, it's like Coke. It's Coke in a bottle, fantastic. In a can, the worst. <laughs> you know. I don't or know. Or like Coke, you know, when you snort it, fantastic. When you heat it up, it's crack. <laughs> what are we doing, dude? <laughs> I just wanted to make another crack joke for you because you were hating on me. Like, I talk about crack all the time. <laughs> I don't. You brought it. That's the third time on this podcast you brought it up. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, games to watch, Xavier. We'll go to. You already gave the sponsor, so don't give another one. Um, a lot of games this week. Um,. <laughs> Uh, on Thursday, which is the night this podcast comes out, so you might be watching this game while you, while while uh, listening while you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Lakers versus Bucks on TNT at 4:30. That's gonna be a good time. Pelicans versus the Jazz at seven. Right after that on TNT. Uh, I think that's gonna be a good time. And then Jazz f- won six straight. Can they keep it up? Do they still? Did they lose today? Um, they no, they won. Oh, so that's 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 six straight still. Yeah. So and then oh, uh, five straight. So Xavier, we have one of those double dips again. Uh, um, double dip alert. Yeah, double dip alert. 
Um, Celtics and Sixers rematch from tonight's um, game uh, mm-hmm. on Friday at 4.30 on ESPN. Uh, Nuggets, Suns, that's going to be a huge game. I cannot wait to watch that. Um, uh, two really hot teams in the West right now. Um, that's on Friday at 7 on ESPN. And then the Warriors play the Jazz. Big game for the for us Warriors fans at 2 p.m. on NBA TV on Saturday. Heat versus the Nets on Saturday, NBA TV. Raptors versus Pacers at 12 p.m. on Sunday. You will probably be watching football, listeners. But, hey, mm-hmm. if you want to have some basketball on – uh, on your iPad or something. Then and and who go. knows? All these games could just get postponed. That's a good point. Um, and then another double dip. Um, Heat Nets again on Monday um, at 4.30. Is Bradley Beal really averaging 35 points a game? It's because of that 60-point game he had. It's insane. Yeah. That's like that's an insane number just so to it, have. Isn't Steph averaging like something like that too because of that 60-point game? Stephen Curry. He's only averaging 28.1. That's still pretty high. 35 is pretty high. I mean, yeah. That's not sustainable, though, dude. <laughs> I mean, in a loss, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, let's do awards. I don't have any awards. I slacked this week, and I didn't write. We could just do triple-double awards. Write any down. Um, do you have any besides triple-double or just triple-double alert? Uh, no, I don't have any. Okay. I'm bad at the awards. I don't know why. Um, I, I, I don't know why I had a few, but I just didn't type. I normally, when I'm watching games, I think of an award and I type them down on my phone, but I totally didn't do that this week. Uh, this one, this week's also a shorter week. We're recording because we recorded last week's episode so late and this week we're back on track to our normal schedule. So it kind of like fucks it up. Anyway, triple double alert. Woo. DM me if you got an issue with that. DM me if you got an issue with that. All right. Because I don't. DM him if you have crack too, because it sounds like he really wants it. Okay. I definitely don't. Do crank. DM. Also DM him if you have a friend who only has one ball, and then maybe he can introduce him to his <laughs> friend so Nick, who only has one ball, and then they can be one ball friends. Maybe they can join a support. What group do you think together. they're gonna do? Like maybe they join can, power. They can and, like together be one sack. No, like, maybe they maybe they can create a maybe they can create a. <laughs> I don't think they're necessarily dreaming for these things. Maybe they can create a support group together, and they can like talk about like their insecurities of only having one ball, and you know just how. <laughs> I, I don't know. This bit got too. This bit went too far. A, a support group, or <laughs> I um, mean, maybe. All right, triple double alert. Woo woo. Here we go, Xavier. Woo, woo. All right, so I think I already talked about this, but the great James Harden. Yeah. He got his triple double. Well, um, one second. Sorry, I gotta bring it up. It's it's a weird site that I use, but it really does a good job of like. What's the website? Pornhub. Land of Basketball. Okay, all right, triple double this week. When did we last record? Like the fourteenth? Last uh Thursday? Yeah, okay, okay. So since then, uh Luca has got a triple double, a big one. He had a twenty eight, ten, and a thirteen, nice. and a loss against the Bucks. Um mm-hmm. James Harden, of course, he got his in the win he against pulled the Magic. A, he pulled a Russell Westbrook. Getting yeah, one of those yeah. those those non win triple doubles. Well, he <coughs> also uh, Luca Luca also got Two more. Oh, uh, well. Two more triple doubles. Now I feel stupid. Uh, the other one was against the Bulls, which he also lost. And that was a big, bigger one. That mm. was a 36, 16, and 15. With Damn. One block. I know. Well, I dude, know. he's trying to do everything right now because yeah. they have they so many injuries. Like 16, and they almost lost by more. And actually, Bulls. remember, we, we, actually, we actually predicted this last week uh, when we said when KP comes back, 
he'll probably average more triple doubles because he'll be assisting more to him and dishing it to yeah, him yeah. in the paint. Yeah, and also that that was a game against the Bulls, but the Bulls look good. You didn't talk about Zach Levine, which I thought you were going to talk about. I thought about it, but I feel like Zach Levine's a pretty big star, whereas like people aren't talking about him. But he is a big uh, enough star where if I were to say his name, people would be like, "Really? Like you're bringing up Zach Levine? You couldn't bring up anybody else?" So I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go to my next player, who I don't think what which I know people aren't talking about, which was Larry." And Nance. then uh, Lucas' third triple double uh, was a win against the Pacers, uh, 13, 12, and 12. This was actually his lowest scoring triple double this season um which maybe you know because points got spread out against you know amongst the rest of the team chris Stapps. helped um he's now tied with uh Jokic really four or five triple doubles on the season yeah wow yeah Jokic is out there so um, hold on Jokic. i mean to this point mvp right dude's been crushing it I mean, who else would he you give it great. to? But at the same time, the Nuggets aren't in the top eight. No, but they're trending the up. They have a they had a really tough schedule True. to start their season, like a really tough schedule. Who else would you um, consider in that in that in that conversation? I don't know. Uh, I feel like if we have to think about it, then it, it's pretty. Yeah, I, I guess it's now Luca. Now I don't know. Hmm. James Garden got his second triple double, which is cool. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is cool. <laughs> and he got them both with the Nets. He he hasn't had a triple double. He didn't get a triple double with the Rockets. Yet. Maybe Donovan Mitchell. Nah. <sighs> Jokic's been playing way better than him. Yeah. Mm. Steph. I don't know. Yeah, but those are the only triple doubles. There've been twenty-seven triple doubles so far. Five have gone to Luca. Five have gone to Jokic. And uh, and still, what yeah. was it? Four to Russell still. Has Russell's he? So four, Russ hasn't gotten Russell. Two. Russ hasn't gotten a triple double in a while, huh? No, they've all been from losses too. I don't, he hasn't had one in a win. Yeah. Neither yeah. has Siakam, but he's only got one. <laughs> and neither does okay, Stephen Adams, who's only got one. <laughs> I just it's it's gotta be the funniest thing to score a triple double, Ooh. have a great game, and still lose the game. Yeah. I'd be I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> or scoring sixty points and losing. I just Yeah, that's pretty fucking wild. At a certain point though, it's like you can't even blame yourself. You know what No, I mean? that's one hundred percent on your you teammates. And everything. and his team sucks. <laughs> alright, we're gonna we're gonna end the pod with that. Um alright, Xavier, what was Triple Double Alert brought to you by this week? What fake sponsor? Tostinos. Uh, it's the perfect snack. I, I don't know, man. I got nothing Tostinos. Just don't eat them too soon because they'll burn your mouth, and then, then you can't enjoy <laughs> any more Tostino pizza rolls after that. It's like it's it's the worst, you know? So eat Tostinos. Please eat responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I like- don't be making them in those little shitty toaster ovens or your air fryer. Throw them in the real oven because you're a grown person, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not that grown. You're still eating Tostinos pizza rolls. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not even Tostinos. It's Totinos. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> Tostinos the 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 like the 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 chips? The chips, yeah. <laughs> Tostitos. <laughs> the tortilla chips. <laughs> they are. They are. And they have the little scoops. 
for the salsa, I like those a lot. But you know what? They're just not you that went, sturdy. You went so, so <laughs> hot and cold there. You were like, you tried to think of like a good little like phrase, like for, like you would actually hear like on a podcast commercial, like Tostinos. Uh, you know, I you, you know what? You know what? Just I don't have what. Just just don't, try not myself, to burn your mouth on, on just bringing these sponsors off the top of the dome. All right. And sometimes it takes a second, you know, to get through. I gotta, I gotta compute. I had so many things in my head. I could have went with Totino's and started talking about. <laughs> See, I, I got nothing. But yet. then we See? started talking about tortilla chips, and it just completely fell off. Oh well, I love tortilla chips. What's your favorite tortilla chips? Oh, Mission for sure. The Mission ones are good. Missions I are, like the, the Mission like ones the with Mission the girl on. Hold on the Mission like the long like strips. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. They're so much easier to eat. Our Dor- Doritos are tortilla chips, right? Yeah. Or they're corn chips. Oh, no. Well, yeah. I guess you can make tortillas. Those are corn chips, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the Mission ones are made out of corn, right? All tortilla chips are made out of corn. No, no. Flour. No, well, that's a different kind of tortilla chip. Oh. Right? You get different styles. You have the corn and the flour tortillas. I think that... You could technically say that Doritos are even more of a tortilla chip than um, than Mission because Taco Bell made a literal taco out of the the Doritos it's... chips. But also, Taco Bell is an American restaurant. Technically, yeah, they're not necessarily <laughs> like the ambassador. They don't really have the say of what is and isn't. Eh, I think if Mexican you, food, I think if you, I think if you asked a Mexican like me, I would I would approve tortilla chips or potato chips. Oh, tortilla chips. I really I love potato chips. Nah, man. Barbecue well, lay. Who's potato your favorite? Chips? Like Oof. ruffles. I mean, I like lays a lot. Potato chips just taste so like plain and boring, like potatoes. Uh, not, no, uh, not that's not. I mean, well, yeah. So do tortilla chips. They taste like tortillas. Like, yeah, but I like tortillas. That, I don't like. Potatoes I like potatoes. That potatoes. Much. You don't like? What do you mean? You the only like the only potato much? like uh, like food potatoes that I really be like. In, when I ask people like, "What's your favorite food?" It's like potatoes number one, and that's a given. Like, tell me your second favorite. What? Loves no, potatoes. that is not a thing. Potatoes that ever are like happens. the best food. What do you mean? That is not a thing that ever happens. French fries, hash brown, just any. What do you mean? They're just like the best compliment. French fries and hash browns are like the only potato like foods that I like. Chips, uh, not not a huge fan. What about like when you dice them? What about when they're mashed? No, I hate. I don't like mashed potatoes. You ever add scallop to potatoes? No. What about uh? Damn, bro, really? What about you like latkes, like potato pancakes? Never heard of that. That's like a Jewish delicacy. Oh, I'll have to try it sometime. Yeah, latkes. All right, th- that was Hanukkah? your food talk. Your end of the pod food talk. Um, what was that brought to you by, Xavier? Potato chips, chips <laughs> in general, <laughs> but not like how the British say it. Okay, you know. Um, all right, that's gonna do it there. this week on NBA Breakfast. I'm just gonna cut you off there. We're circling um, the drain here. You gotta end this pod. Quick. Thank you very much. For, thank you very much for, <laughs> for listening. Uh, please subscribe to our channel or our YouTube channel. We put episodes out every yeah, week. Yeah. And don't forget, slide in my DMs and tell me. Uh, what did I ask everybody to say in my DMs? I forgot. Wait. Uh, me too. Yeah, I can't remember. Get in my DMs and tell me. Just r- remember at the just potato go back, chips or tortilla. Go chips. back to the beginning of the pod and you'll remember and, and listen remember. to what he suggested. Yeah, we just can't remember because you'll remember. Can't. All right, peace, peace.
NBA Breakfast is an independently produced podcast as a member of the Bandwagon Fan Podcast Network. It is hosted by Xavier Gomez and myself, Chris Madrigal, as well as produced by us. It is executive produced and managed by me, Chris Madrigal. And additional thanks and producer credit to my brother, Larry Madrigal, for helping us create the idea of the podcast and designing our logo and graphic. It is sound mixed and edited by me. And one final big shout out to our boy Mitch Maines, who provided music for our theme song. He has some great music. Go check out his music on SoundCloud, Mitch Maines, M-A-Y-N-E-S. Thanks again for listening. And please subscribe to our channel. We have new episodes coming every single week during the NBA season. Don't forget to tune in next week and peace. Peace.